Daniel chapter number 37. I'm so blessed to be here tonight. Give honor to Pastor Boskus in his absence, Bishop Wilson, and their families, this church. Thank you for always being kind to the Weir family. We, we always know it's a safe place when we hit that exit. Amen. So we're blessed to be here. Ezekiel 37, verse 1, the Bible said, The hand of the Lord was upon me, carried me out in the Spirit of the Lord, and set me down in the midst of the valley which was full of bones. Caused me to pass by them round about, and behold, there were very many in the open valley. And lo, they were very dry. And he said unto me, Son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, O Lord God, thou knowest. Again he said unto me, Prophesy upon these bones. And say unto them, O ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord God unto these bones, Behold, I will cause breath to enter into you, and you shall live. I will lay sinews upon you, and will bring flesh upon you and cover you with skin and put breath in you and ye shall live. Ye shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I prophesied, there was a noise. Behold, a shaking and the bones came together, bone to his bone. And when I beheld, lo, the sinews and the flesh came upon them and the skin covered them above. But there was no breath in them. Then said he unto me, Prophesy unto the wind. Prophesy, son of man, and say to the wind, Thus saith the Lord God, Come from the four winds, O O breath, and breathe upon these slain, that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded. Me and the breath came into them. And they lived, and they stood up upon their feet an exceeding great army. Amen. If the Lord will help me, most times from Ezekiel 37, we we preach and it's used to speak to us about uh, the power of God restoring and resurrecting and reviving dead bones. But if the Lord will help me tonight, I want to preach from a different point in this scripture. Amen. I want to preach. Get ready, get set, and let God. Would you help me pray? God, I love you. I thank you. I pray, Lord, that you would speak tonight. I thank you, God, for these that have come on Wednesday night. And Lord, I'll be mindful of the hour, but I ask for your anointing on a Wednesday night to fall, God. Let it be in this place. Let us hear what you want us to hear tonight. Let us be challenged by the Spirit of the Lord. Let us find, God, that challenge in our heart to be ready for a move of the Holy Ghost, to be ready for a great and mighty harvest and revival. In Jesus' name, we ask these things. Amen and amen. God bless you. Would you give the Lord a hand clap of praise as you see it tonight? Amen. This chapter and these verses show us how God can move into a graveyard of our lives. He can resurrect dreams and He can bring life back into dead visions and dead promises. How He can step into the middle of our chaos and confusion. And he can bring order and peace back to us. We see God take nothing. And through the process of hearing the word of God. And the operation of the Holy Ghost. He turns nothing into something great 
and powerful. Oh, thank God. I'm thankful that he's done that for some lives in this place tonight. When we come to him with nothing and we heard the word, the Holy Ghost moved on us and he put life in us and gave us a chance to walk in the power of God's resurrection. I'm thankful for that tonight. But we labor with great diligence and attention to detail to show how a valley was so dry, how it was so desolate, it was so broken, it was so separate. Bones are transformed into a final product of a mighty army standing on their feet ready for service. Then we close the Bible. We as preachers will shut it down right here. We talk about that great miracle. We're excited about that miracle of God speaking to death and dry bones and bringing a miracle forth. But I want to start tonight where we usually quit. I don't want to preach to the dry bones. I'm not here to prophesy to dry bones. But I believe God sent me to preach to that mighty, exceeding great army that's ready for a move of the Holy Ghost. That's ready for your families to be saved. That's ready for revival in children's church. Ready for revival in the youth class. Ready for revival in the sanctuary. I'm not here to preach to your dead, dry situation. And I don't mean to be unsympathetic tonight. But God needs an army that's ready to fast more. Ready to pray more. Ready to witness more. Ready to preach more Bible study. Praise God. We want God to work. We want God to move. But are we ready for God to move? I'm not preaching about the depressed and distressed tonight. I'm not preaching about fearful and, and the ones that are fretful. But I'm not, I, I'm speaking to somebody that says I may have all of them things in my life. But the end of the story is I am raised up as an exceeding great army. Hallelujah. We stopped there. But that army was not raised up just to die again in the valley. It was not raised up just to fall apart again in the valley. It was not raised up just to disintegrate in the valley. But it was raised up to go forth. Can I tell you, God didn't bring you out for you to go back. God didn't pick you up for you to fall again. He brought us out. He picked us up. He dusted us off and said, go into all the world. I don't mean to sound so uncaring because I do care. But I'm focused tonight on that element of people that says I'm ready for the greatest revival that we've ever seen. My assignment tonight is on that element of people that says I'm a part of the exceeding great army of the Lord. There's not that many in contrast to the valley of dry bones. But in every city, in every church, there are a select few that have answered the call of the Spirit to say I I'm ready to go to a higher place. I'm ready to go to a higher plane. I'm a soldier in the army of the Lord. 
they are a rare breed who have learned to be soldiers. We got a lot of saints in churches, but do we have a lot of soldiers that'll say, I'm going to preach some warfare preaching. I'm going to sing some warfare songs. I'm going to pray warfare prayer. I don't just want to be a saint. I want to be a soldier. I'm a part of that exceeding great army. Come on, we need more soldiers. We need more that'll press past their flesh. More that'll push past how they feel and say, I am a soldier. Churches are full of saints. We got a lot of saints holding the fort, but we need some soldiers possessing the land. Hallelujah. I love them old hymns. And I love hold the fort for I am coming. But we got enough people holding the fort. We need somebody possessing the land. We need somebody that will possess the land of alcoholics. Possess the land of drug addicts. Possess the land of the suicidal. Possess the land of the depressed and downtrodden. Come on, that's why he saved you. That's why he called you out. That's why he delivered you. I'm a soldier. There's only maybe a few that'll say I'm ready. I'm getting set and I'm ready to let God use me. I'm ready to let God take me where he wants me to go. Hallelujah. God said it's time for the army to rise to attention. It's time to realize I know the adversary is great. The conditions are hard. But God told me to tell you, you have been bred for battle. You were born for this moment. You're armed and you're dangerous. There will always be dry bones that need a prophet to prophesy. But we need an army who says, I see the plan of God. I see the prophecy coming forth. And I'm going to act on it. I'm going to do something with it. I'm here to preach to some children of God. And I believe God wants us to hear it. This is our hour of prayer. This is our hour of power. This is our moment as the church to rise up. This is the greatest occasion that we have as believers. Hallelujah. God has brought divine order into our lives tonight. He has said that he has strengthened you. And nourished you by his word. And the wind of the spirit has filled our lives. And we've stood on our feet. But God said now it's time for you to fulfill your purpose. It's time for you to go. It's time for you to be an army. It's time for You are God's hands and feet in the earth. You are the agents of change and deliverance in the world. It is said that of the early church that they turned the world upside down in God's mighty power flowing through their yielded vessels. Satan's strongholds has rose up and established against the kingdom of God. But there is a mantle now that has fallen to this generation to say I'm going to stand up like the early church did and I'm going to cast out devils in the name of Jesus. I'm going to see souls delivered in the name of Jesus. I'm going to have an early church revival. Come on, somebody praise him right now. 
Just this week, we lost a great patriarch in the church. Elder Johnny James, J.L. Pipkins, J. Frank Wilsons, Don Johnsons. Those names are not here to carry those mantles anymore. Who's going to pick them up? There's so many great men and women of God that are not here in the army anymore. But they are such a great cloud of witness. And I believe they're standing by saying, is the church going to rise? Is there going to be somebody that will rise to the occasion? I believe there's a J. Frank somewhere saying, is somebody else going to pick that mantle up? I believe there's some men and women of God saying, is there a young person that's going to pick the mantle of prayer up? Is there one that's going to pick the mantle of prophecy up? Is there somebody going to pick the mantle up? I'm a soldier. I'm ready. I'm set and I'm ready to let God have his way. It's our turn. It's our turn to pick up the banner and run with it. We are those who have been anointed to break through the darkness of this generation. We are those that have been called to set captives free. We are anointed to bring deliverance to the bound and the depressed. God said in Jeremiah, Thou art my battle axe and my weapons of war. For with thee will I break in pieces the nations. And with thee will I destroy kingdoms. And with thee will I break in pieces the horse and his rider. And with thee will I break in pieces the chariot and his rider. He said in Isaiah, Behold, I make thee a new sharp threshing instrument having teeth. Thou shalt thresh the mountains and beat them small and shall make the hills as chaff. That means we are not all talk. It's not all hot air. It means God called us and behind us is the power to back up what I'm preaching to you tonight. You shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. You shall cast out devils in my name. It's not all fluff. It's not all talk. But behind us is the power of God. Oh God, he said, for the kingdom of God is not in word, but in He said, after that, he said the kingdoms, you got to have word, but it's not all talk. We've talked about it long enough. We've started program after program after program across the apostolic church. We've tried every new growth, new church growth program. We've caught on to every new fad. We've tried it long enough. God said, it's not all word, but it's power. He said, now, I'm going to show you that you have that power. After that, the Holy Ghost is come upon you. You shall receive power. Wherever the kingdom of God is, there will be a manifestation of the power of God. Come on, thy kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. Wherever his kingdom goes, his power goes. I've come to tell somebody, wherever you walk, the power of God walks. Whatever you tread, the power of God tread. Whatever land you claim, the power of God claims it. For 
God is not meat and drink. But righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. Then listen to what Jesus said. Luke, he said, neither shall they say, lo, here or lo, there. For behold, the kingdom of God is within you. The kingdom of God is not meat. It's not word, brother. But it is power. Then he told us what we have. We have power after the Holy Ghost. But then he said, the kingdom of God is in you. It's not just Pentecostal churches that pray our Father which art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. On earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. It's not just us apostolics that pray that. But there is something different when we pray that. Because we are the ones in which he said, within you, I will put my kingdom so what we pray when we pray the Lord's prayer is God wherever I walk let it be my land wherever I step let it be my promise somebody don't want to help me right now it's Wednesday and we're already out by 8 o'clock but I've come to prophesy to somebody you can have your neighborhood you can have your job you can have your school all you got to do is realize the kingdom is within you Stand in that evil day, having done all to stand, stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, having on the breastplate of righteousness, let your feet be shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit. Watch thereunto with all perseverance and supplication to all saints. Then the Bible tells us that He's given us weapons that are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds and the casting down of imaginations. Every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God Oh God Bringing every thought into captivity To the obedience of Christ I came to tell you tonight In this battle And in this warfare We've got the advantage We have been given weapons That the devil has no defense against We've got the power of the name of Jesus At the mention of that name Every devil in hell will bow We've got the advantage, church. It takes more than sitting on a pew holding the fort to have that advantage. You've got to possess the land. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Wherefore God hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow 
of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth. And every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of our Father. Neither is there salvation in any other. For there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Mark said in these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. They shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up servants. Serpents if they drink any deadly thing it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Are you ready for God to move on you? God, would you lift your hands to him right now? Come on, would you lift your hands and say, God, I want to be a vessel. I want to be a vessel you can pour into. Hey, come on, shut up. I believe in prayer cloths. I believe in prayer cloths. I believe in coming to the altar. I believe in having the elders lay hands. But I'm going to tell you, God's calling us and equipping us. That when somebody on your job says, I wish you'd pray for my sickness. God's calling you to stop right where you're at and say, in me is the kingdom of heaven. I'm going to lay hands on the sick and they shall. Don't tell them, well, if you'll come Wednesday night, we'll pray for you. If you could just get there Sunday, we'll pray for you. Now, I don't care if it's in the middle of Walmart. I don't care if it's in the middle of a gas station. I don't care where it's at. You say right now, the kingdom of heaven is within me. In the name of Jesus. Oh, God. These signs, we have power in the blood of Jesus. I'm almost finished, I promise. There is protection through the blood. There's healing through the blood. There's deliverance through the blood. There's a cleansing of your conscience through the blood. There is access to the presence of God through the blood. There is overcoming power through the blood. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. People used to plead the blood on everything. We used to plead the blood on kids, cats, dogs, gardens, houses, cars. Them old timers that say just plead the blood. Just plead the blood. We don't hear that much anymore. But can I tell you, one of the greatest weapons we caught is the blood of Jesus. What can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood. There's some folks that need to rise up and in your circumstance you need to plead the blood. I don't remember one day in my school career that my dad didn't lay his hands on me and say in the name of Jesus I plead the blood over Jason. I'm here because somebody was pleading the blood. Thank God for the blood. Thank God for the blood. Thank God for the blood. Uh, hallelujah. You got prayer. You got the name. You got the kingdom. You got the blood. And we have the power of the word of God.
the same word that God gave us to have with us is the same word that he spoke and created the universe with. That same word is the one that he used to cast out devils with. He used it to heal the sick with. He used it to open blind eyes with. He unstopped deaf ears with it. And today we have the same word. Thy word is eternal forever. Oh Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. When we use the word, it's the same as if Jesus himself were standing there speaking it. There's healing power in the word. Come on, when you don't know what to say, say the word. When you don't know what to pray, pray the word. When you don't know what to sing, sing the word. There's something about the word of God. The word of God brings our faith. The word of God brings deliverance. As a matter of fact, I'm just crazy enough to believe Bishop Wilson that every attribute of God is present when his word is present. Everything that God has is walking down every aisle while his word is being preached. I don't care who the delivery man is. I don't care who's holding the microphone. If his true unadulterated word is being spoken, then there's deliverance in the room. If his word is being preached, there's healing in the room. If his word is being preached, there's salvation in the room. If his word is being preached, there's cleansing in the room. Come on, we got the word. Nevertheless, at thy word. Sometimes I feel like But the word of God. I found in the word that when I feel like throwing in the towel and I feel like giving up, in this word is given a season for everything. There's a time to be born time to die, a time to plant, a time to pluck up which that, that which is planted, a time to weep, a time to rejoice, a time to mourn, all of these times in the Word. I believe you and I was talking about that Sunday. There's a season for everything, but from Genesis to Revelation, I never found one place where there was a season where we could quit. He said there's a season to start. But he never gave us a season to quit. Come on, his word has got the answer for everything. He didn't have to give us a way out. He didn't have to give us a way to retire and a way to quit from it. His word said, I'll carry you when the storm cloud rages. I'll carry you when sickness wraps your body. I'll carry you when grief has your soul. He sent his word and healed them from all of their destructions. Stand with me tonight. The power that defeated the devil was the word of God in Jesus' mouth. We have the weapon of praise. Praise is a powerful weapon that even prison walls can't hold. Praise is a weapon that chains cannot hold. We have the power of prayer and the power of fasting. I heard Sunday as Pastor Vasquez began to challenge us to a month of prayer and fasting. The power in a fast is not this, the fast that I have chosen, the Bible said, 
to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens and to let the oppressed go free, that you may break every yoke. Prayer is powerful, but fasting multiplies and magnifies the power and the effects of prayer. This is why the Bible didn't say some things come only by prayer. It said some things come only by prayer and fasting. Because fasting with my prayer magnifies the ability of God's power in my prayer. Oh God, we have the power, unlike a lot of places, we have the power of praying in the Holy Ghost. Somebody said, I get offended when a preacher gets up and says, if you've got the Holy Ghost, talk in tongues. You ought not be able to do it on demand. If you're prayed up, you should. You come in here full of sin, you probably can't talk in tongues on demand. But if you come in here cleansed and ready for a move of God, you can say it's tongue-talking weather. Come on. I've come to tell you, there's something about that. When we pray in English or our native tongue, the devil can track it on his radar. But when we start praying in the Spirit, when we start praying in tongues, we disappear off of hell's radar. I'm telling you, if you have a need tonight, pray in tongues. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Hell cannot hear that language. called and I'm speaking to some great and mighty warriors where's Molly is she in here is she in children's church Molly God uses Molly let me, let me first clarify Molly's just as much a brat as everybody else's kid I'm not magnifying her like she's something better than anything else come up here Molly Come on, if you can hold a mic and sing, you can come help me. The last year, we've had people that didn't come to the altar because of my preaching. They didn't come to the altar because I'd done so good. But there was something about that little eight-year-old girl that wasn't just singing, but was lifting her hands and understanding the power. I've watched Molly drop the mic. I've watched Molly walk around the altar praying for people. I can tell you there's times over the last year that I would about gave up. But it was Molly that walked in. About three years ago, Molly was in that valley of dead, dry bones. Molly had broke her femur bone twice in one year. Molly, they told us we don't know if she'll ever heal right. If that leg does heal right after that second break... They said, we don't believe it'll grow right. But it was on a Sunday night. I was preaching. And Molly run to the platform. She was just five years old. She come to the platform, hopped up there on one leg with that cast on. And I'm preaching away. And I feel some little tug on the side of me. And I stopped preaching and looked down. And Molly said, Daddy, I might have a broken leg, but I can still shout. And she took off dancing across the platform. You can say she was just five years old. But I'm going to tell you what I believe happened that day. I believe the wind was prophesied to. I believe the bones were prophesied to. And out of that valley, 
out of that doctor's report, out of that circumstance, God rose up a mighty, exceeding warrior. Come on, I'm telling you, I don't care what you're going through. You need to dance on some broken bones tonight. You need to shout in the valley. You are an exceeding great army. Come on, would you lift him up? Come on, somebody get ready. God's about to move on you. God's about to fix it. God's about to heal it. Come on, this altar's open. Are we too carnal to have a move of God on a Wednesday night? Can we come up here and say, you know what? I'm going to dance on some broken spots. The Bible said that the bones which thou had broken may rejoice. Somebody ought to get your picture of your circumstance and start shouting in your brokenness. Shout in your need right now. Come on, use your weapons. Use your weapons.
got the victory. One last time, say my dance.
life may have been in the valley and it may have been shattered and it may have been dry but God's raising you up tonight to make you a part of his mighty army so that you can get up and go and let God do what he's wanting to do through you and in you and in this church in the kingdom of God that's you tonight doesn't matter how broken your life was doesn't matter how messed up it was doesn't matter how dry you were because God is raising us up tonight God is reviving us tonight God is lifting us up tonight and we're walking through the rest of this week in victory the start of this week may have been in defeat but the rest of this week we're walking in victory You may have felt depressed, anxious, fearful, and defeated. But tonight, you've got the victory. I said tonight, you've got the victory. I want you to walk out of this place tonight with your head up. And with a high hand like the Israelites did when they won against the enemy. They had a high hand because they had the victory. Can we lift our hands up tonight? Lift our heads up to the heavens where our help comes from. And say, I've got the victory. I may have came in here discouraged, but I'm leaving here encouraged. I may have came in here defeated, but I'm coming out of here victorious. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I may have fallen, but I'm back up again. I may have failed, but I'm trying again. I've got the victory tonight in Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. One last time, lift your hands and lift up your voices and begin to worship God. One last time, come on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Let that flow tonight. Let that sound of victory flow tonight. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for the victory. Thank you, Jesus, for deliverance. Thank you, Jesus, for restoration tonight. Thank you, Jesus, for revival. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Clap your hands one more time for the Lord and give Him praise as Bishop Wilson closes us out tonight. Oh, isn't this wonderful tonight to feel His presence like this again? Hallelujah. Brother Day Day, Sister Kayla, if you will, step out here with me, if you don't mind. Day-Day, your wife, step right up here. Brother Hakeem, I want you to come over here, if you will. 
Pray for this family tonight. We're going to all pray in a, in a minute, but I want you to lay hands on them. Pray for this family and their needs. Brother Patton, if you will, Sister Norma, come here. Sister Norma's got some, some uh, medical situations he's going to be uh, going to see about. I want him to pray for her in a moment. Uh, Sister Norma's brother has, has some very uh, serious health issues. Brother Austin, I want you to call his name, Roger Goosby. I want you to call his name in prayer when we pray together. Brother Tony Carson, Brother Tony Carson is going to a brain surgeon for consultation Friday morning. I want you to all call his name in prayer right now. It's all lifted. No reason God can't heal. God can't give us a miracle in all three of these, all four of these cases. In the name of Jesus. Touch Day Day and Taylor, Lord, in their situation. In the name of Jesus. Touch Sister Norma in the name of Jesus. Touch Roger in the name of Jesus. Touch Brother Carson in the name of Jesus. I'm thanking you for miracles. I'm thanking you for miracles. I'm thanking you for miracles right now.